I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Oh, how are we feeling? The giggle. Um, I know I said I was going to go back to the Star Beast and the Wild Blue Yonder, but uh, there have already been so many reactions to the giggle. Uh, people are like, <gasps> what? Um, <laughs> so let's dig into it. First off, before I get there, um, I did have like, you know, it wasn't really a fully baked theory. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have eaten it because um, it hadn't been cooked all the way through. Uh, anyway, I had a theory about Rose making all those toys and somehow being related to the toy maker, which Squally on Patreon said, oh, I love your toy maker theory. I think Rose might be the person who solves the problem with the toy maker instead of the doctor. We were wrong, Squally. Uh, it seemed so good. It was such a great theory. Um, but that's what we do here. We have amazing theories that uh, we're delighted to be disappointed by. Isn't that a weird thing to be <laughs> delighted to be disappointed? Because you know if it was what you thought it was, then you're going to be disappointed. Um, again, you'll be delighted that your theory was right, but then you'll be disappointed that the episode was predictable. But the other way around is you're delighted that you're wrong because the episode is not anything like you thought it could have been. This is the strange world we live here in the Theory Dome. Uh, but as Corley also said, which made me laugh, it's not a new TARDIS interior until it's been on fire. <laughs> um... But yeah, the reactions to uh, the giggle have been berserk. Um, <laughs> uh, Peter, text message Peter, sent me through. I enjoyed it. Lovely to see Shooty and excited to see him as the new doctor. And then Mel, in great big exclamation mark. 
Peter loves Bonnie Langford. He loves Mel. Um, and, I mean, Peter and I have been through a very long... Uh, <laughs> A long, torturous relationship with Big Finish Audios, um, where we would just both listen to one and then scream at each other about how how, how annoying it was. But all the ones with Mel, we've been delighted by. Um, they're not all annoying, but you know, sometimes there's one with a brainworm in it, and everyone screams brainworm every five minutes, and it's annoying. Uh, Peter said it looks glorious. Um, I think I love the idea of the toy maker so much. But I don't think it's possible to live up to my insane expectations. <laughs> he does he does have a soft spot for the toy maker. Peter loves anything that has like a game in it. Like he plays a lot of board games. It's like, you know, his hobby. Um, I think that's the only time he sees other people. Um <laughs> When he's at work, uh, but he plays board games all the time, and he loves anything with games in it. Like he loved Squid Game. Is it Alice in Borderland, Peter? Is that the other thing you were telling me that's got like kind of a gaming sort of thing? So yeah, the toy maker, you know, kind of feeds into all that because of all the games and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I can understand having crazy expectations. Like I was hoping that there would be more bonkers games like i wanted you know like a giant monopoly board or a uh um and i guess they did all this in the original episode like didn't they do like snakes and ladders way back when um but yeah some kind of you know one of those like really brutal games that kids play where uh you know where if you fail you kind of have to sit on the sidelines forever but the implication is that you're dead um like one of those kind of games anyway um <laughs> i just you know the fact that there was some like a, a brief maze some puppets and uh some ball catching i was like no give me some game games give me some like actual stuff um uh peter says the magic mousetrap and solitaire show it can be done but it's deep nerdiness um they are both uh audio plays the big finish did with uh the toy maker um i think do they both have i think they've both got ace and hex in them from memory um and in those like this is what kind of i had been assuming when i first saw the trailers for the specials so in the magic mousetrap and solitaire i think both of them the toy maker is trapped in the body of a ventriloquist doll and so whenever he talks he's kind of like oh, look here. and he's you can hear his um wooden jaw clacking when he's talking it's really strange uh weird kind of thing so i think russell t davis is kind of riffing on that a little bit uh by having um the stooky puppet but yeah not entirely um because <laughs> i seriously thought oh my god is the toy maker going to be escaping from the doll into neil patrick harris is that how it's going to work like what if it is actually neil patrick harris that becomes possessed by the toy maker and it's like the actor because <laughs> he's a celebrity it's fun um by the way i just again i know i mentioned in the last episode but i thought he was so good uh so uh vita said uh, who'd have thought writing near omnipotent characters would be so tricky 
I mean, look, the, the whole first three seasons of Star Trek, every second week they bumped into an omnipotent character. Because <laughs> I guess that's the kind of the thing. It's like, oh, I can do anything. I can go anywhere. And uh, what's, you know, what what could be, what could provide a threat to a character that has technically that much power? And it is someone who is completely omnipotent and can do anything and just alter reality, basically. Um, uh, Peter also says it was fun. Neil Patrick Harris was a good choice. Um, I hope he's back at some point. Me too. I mean, he's been folded up <laughs> and put away. So who knows? Um, <laughs> and Peter says, and just one more for the road. Mel! <laughs> Exclamation mark. Oh, bless him. He loves Mel. <laughs> Oh, my God. Just delightful. Um, Nairi on the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group, which, by the way, if you go on there before watching the episode, it's dangerous. Uh, we just talk spoilers without without with wanton <laughs> abandon at 7 a.m. Um, <laughs> but uh, Nairi has a theory that the toy maker is a similar being to the one-dimensional creatures who chased the 12th Doctor and Clara in the train tunnel. Oh, in Flatline. I remember really enjoying that episode. Um, and that's why they go flat. That's why the gold tooth made from the master and inhabits this dimension fell away from the flat toy maker. Ooh, that is a good theory about why the tooth popped out. Because that would be an uncomfortable situation. I mean, I have a, a no tooth at the moment. I've got like a, I'm halfway through an implant, which has taken two years. It's my own particular situation. It's not. That's not normally how long it takes to get a tooth implant. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just seeing that tooth there, I was like, "Ow!" <laughs> my first thought was like, "Ow, that really hurt when that came out." <laughs> um, uh, Jesse uh, says, "I've got a dramatic declaration after staying up all night and watching the episode after a party when everyone else had gone to bed." Well, that is uh, quite a commitment, Jesse. Um, that could possibly be the greatest episode of Doctor Who I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll report back after a good night's sleep and a rewatch to see if I'm delirious. I mean, look, the fact that you stayed up to watch it and didn't fall asleep during it is kind of a, a positive in and of itself. Because, you know, I've tried that before. Like, I used to, when I was, you know, partying all the time, uh, I used to go out and come back and always put on um, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> The Fellowship of the Ring, and I would really enjoy it. Um, and I would kind of... Uh, Watch it. I would kind of nod off usually when the fellowship was being, you know, gotten together um, in Rivendell. And then I would wake up and uh, Sean Bean would be full of arrows. Uh, <laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. I was just like, like, they're the most exciting bits. But I would just be like. <laughs> so good on you, Jesse, for staying awake all night and then watching it first thing in the morning. That is bonkers. And I love it. Um also, both Jordan and Nairi on Facebook uh, said they rewatched it straight away. <gasps> that is a commitment even I haven't gone to yet because I started recording straight away. Um, but I will have another look at it soon. Uh, and Jordan says, who knew how well the Spice Girls and Doctor Who would go together? I know. How much fun is it? All right. We'll cycle back to Wild Blue Yonder in the next episode. <laughs> Thank you.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.